everyone. This is Marla Goldberg, and this is Guided Spirit Conversations. So this is my first podcast, and I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so excited even more that you're listening in. And I appreciate the fact that you're taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. So what is Guided Spirit Conversations? Well, it's a call-in show, and where you call in, with a question or situation that you would like guidance on, and I tap into my intuition and share with you what I receive, along with some common sense and a little bit of humor. Along with doing a call-in show, I will occasionally have some interviews with some amazing wisdom leaders, those known and some of those that are emerging, that have amazing messages to share So I'm thrilled to be able to bring this to you, and I hope you enjoy it. So now on to our first caller, caller number one. Hello, this is Guided Spirit Conversations with Marla. How can I help? Um, Hi, um, my name is Cindy, and I have a question. Hi, Cindy. Hi. So I have a question for you. Okay. How can I help? Okay. My question is, how do you forgive someone when their actions towards you are unforgivable? The art of forgiving is really more for your benefit than for their benefit, for your well-being than theirs. So how do you do this? Are are you asking about releasing techniques or... That would be helpful. Yes, that would be helpful because I've tried, you know, various things, meditations, et cetera. And um, as much as I think I have forgiven this person, the feelings still come up where I just don't know if that's even possible. Well, look, when people do us wrong, you know, and they've really wounded us to our core, Letting them go, letting them go in the light, because, you know, is is a gift. It's a gift to you. It's a gift to them. Not that you want to feel like, I don't want to give them anything. What do I want to give them for? But it's the gift of freedom. You know, it's cutting the cords. So how can you do this? But there's a bunch of really great techniques that I've used. First of all, I'm feeling that you've got, like, a lot of pent-up anger internal, you know, that you're holding in. Uh, that's very powerful. <laughs> okay. So let me give you a, a, a couple of fun techniques to try and release that out of your body. One technique that I personally used and really liked, um, and it's amazing because you don't need to do it long, and it just, when you're done, you feel amazing. But I would go and get a toy bat from toy, well, do they still have toys or up? From Target or you know, somewhere where you can buy kids' toys and buy okay. one of those plastic bats or a Nerf bat, uh-huh. if they have Nerf bats. And, and you take this bat and you go to your mattress, you know, in your bed, uh-huh. and you just start, I hate to say it, just beat the crap out of it. Okay. <laughs> you know? okay. Just with all your power, all your might, and, and it's amazing how it comes out of your system. Um, and then you know what? And here's the thing. If you can cry, and release that way. If that comes to you, don't hold it back. Scream, uh-huh. holler, do whatever it is you can within the confines of 
not disturbing anybody else because I don't know if you're in a, a home, a townhome, a condominium. Mm-hmm. But 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 it's you know just you want to get it out of your your body. You're um, right. I feel it in my body. So this, yes. And so this one, it's a great release. And again, you would do this for maybe one or two, three minutes, and you're going to go, oh my god, I feel so much lighter. Because what happens when we get angry is we just like, like we we think we're dealing with it, but really there's a, there's a part of it that tends to get repressed down, shoved down, and this allows it to come up and regurgitate out of your body. Another technique which I find very effective is if you take a pillow and now don't smother yourself, but uh-huh. you scream into the pillow or you do or you do silent screaming. Uh-huh. Um, that's another way of, of pulling some release out of your system. Okay. Those are those to me are, are great techniques for the physical release. Now for the emotional pain release that we were talking about. There's there's a thing you can do anywhere, anytime when you start getting a thought of this person and just start getting like, oh, that effing you-know-what for doing this to me, whatever. Uh-huh. Put their face in a, a bubble. It could be lavender. It could be pink. But put a loving kind of a bubble. And then send them out. Wish them well. Send them out. And then blow it up. As it's, <laughs> as it's flying to the universe, blow it up. Watch so you it mean explode. let it explode? Yeah, let it explode in your mind's eye, you okay. know, and just like say, you know, I'm releasing you to universe. I'm releasing all that you've done to universe. And then you just watch it go and you, you like go, okay, I'm blowing it up. You demolish it. That's, a, that's one really effective way that you don't need any pen and paper for. Uh-huh. But something else that's really helpful is write this individual a letter. And here's here's... It's a two-part thing. Part okay. one is just spew everything into this letter. Absolutely everything you can absolutely spew into a letter, spew into this letter. You know, how much they hurt you, how angry you are. You can call them every name in the book. You just, you know, uh-huh. I mean, this could be like five pages if you need it to be. You just do it until you get everything out. And then okay. part two is the second part of this letter is saying, you know what, I am forgiving you. I am releasing you. And and then you just put words of forgiveness. I forgive you. You know, I want to let you go live your life. I want to live my life in peace, happiness. Whatever comes to you, you don't have to use my words, whatever okay. comes to you in this process, then start a ritual. The ritual could be you can burn it along with anything else personal you may have that's mm-hmm. attached to it. Burn it. Wash it down the sink. Uh-huh. You know, you don't have to necessarily clog your drain by putting the paper down there, but having the ink go down the drain, and uh-huh. again, there's a visualization and an intention saying, I'm washing, you know, I'm washing my hands of this. I'm, I'm washing you out of my life. And then, um, boy, you can shred it. But with, whatever you to, choose to do, burn, shred, wash it down the, the sink, um, Put it, you know, set an intention say, as, I, as I burn this, as I shred this, as I, as, I, as I stick this in water to wash the energy down the drain, I release you to the universe. I release my pain to the universe, and you get it out of your system. Okay. And, yeah, don't send it to them, but just right. do this, because this is all about you. 
Right. This is for you, for your benefit, for your for your healing. Does this help? Yes, it really does. It really does because I've been feeling pretty like stuck in this, and I really want to let it go. I feel like it's getting in the way of my happiness, and um, yeah, I just, I really, you know, I haven't really known how to because every time I think about it, I just get so angry. It's like, how can I forgive this mother or whatever, you know? And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and I and I and I really intellectually understand it's about me. It's about me not holding on to that. And as much as I've tried over the last, you know, three years, um, it just it just new things keep coming up that like piss me off, and or think I find out new things, and it's like. All right, I've already forgiven this, but now there's something new, and then now it's something other, and then it's this, and then it's that, and will this ever end? And so, what I'm hearing is, forgive as it comes up. Don't forgive it as a, you know. You don't need to forgive this person in a lump sum. You know, you could say, right. okay, this person did this. So then you might want to just do one of these these processes around one specific thing, do the ritual, and do it as it comes up, you know, because, A, number one, it, it, it's like the difference between lifting a 100-pound bag of, of sugar and lifting, you know, like, you know, one-pound increment, uh-huh. you know, something that's manageable. You want something that's digestible and not just something that's going to overwhelm you. And, you know, and... The reality of it is I'm feeling that there are layers upon layers upon layers of things over whatever course of time it is that that really needs to be released. And so, you know, we we crawl before, you know, we roll before we crawl, we crawl before we walk, we walk before we run. You know, let's do it as little digestible increments so you don't get overwhelmed and say, you know, what the F, you know, (laughs) this is too much for me. I can't deal with all these emotions at one time. Break them down. Break down the emotions. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because it, it, it all didn't happen in one minute. It, all, it happened over a period of years and years and years. So it makes sense to, re, you know, release it and it's, as it comes up. This is very helpful. And, and here, let me share something. So what I'm seeing right now is I see you dancing. I said, you know, so put on some dance music. And dance your little heart out. It doesn't have to be for a long period of time, but it will raise your vibration. And when you raise your vibration, you'll start feeling better about yourself and your current circumstance. Okay. Not not who did you wrong, but where you are in this very moment. Okay. You know, sing, sing, <laughs> belt it out. Find some song that makes you happy and sing along with it. Because this isn't, it's not necessarily, I would consider, like, part of doing forgiveness things, but this allows you to raise your vibration. When you raise your vibration and start feeling good, then Uh these other things may not affect you in the way they're affecting you now. I can't say to the degree because I'm I'm not going to say that. But to, so they might not bring down your vibration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to the depth that they're bringing it down now, because now it's sort of like you can look in the mirror and smile at yourself and say, you know what, this person's, uh, you know, he, he can look at 
himself in the mirror and see what, you know, he's got to live with it. He's got to live with his karma. He's got to live with his, his garbage. I can release it so I can start fresh and I can move on in my power, in my light, and knowing that I've stayed in integrity. I, I love myself and I'm going to look at what do they say? The best, the best. Oh, there's a, there's, a, there's a quote, but the best retaliation is to live a good life, to live a happy life. Right. With this person, at some point, I don't know how they stay in touch with you, but, you know, the world is very small these days. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that you're happy and you're living a fulfilled, joyful life is the best, the best, okay, my brain, my brain, my brain, spirit, give me the word, give me the word, retaliation. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like yes. you know, like if you're living your life, your purpose, your dream, and you're successful and you're happy, and you rebuild yourself into this amazing life, this individual is not going to be in that same vibration. He's going to be, or she's going to be in this mucky, low, you know, place. Mm-hmm. Like being in in that thick kind of mud. You know, when you get stuck in it. When you're walking and you step into a thing of mud and you can't get out of it, that's mm-hmm. this person's vibration. You will be flying over it. And they'll so be saying, like, You're saying at some point I will be able to, to think about this individual and not have a reaction or it won't be as hurtful or it won't be as painful. At some point you will, but you also have the responsibility of committing to letting it go. I mean, uh-huh. I could say, I can give you all these techniques. But right. there are some people that get caught, and I'm not saying it's you, but there are people who get caught in, you know, that that comfortable place of being angry, and, and then they get bitter, and you don't need to be in that place. No, that's not me. That's not me. You know, letting go, letting God, you know, God bless, go with God, live your life, because you know what? I know what my life is going to be like, and I'm going to be living in light. I'm going to be living in a really great place. And you, you're going to be living in your own self-made den of whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the more you feel, you know, the more your life gets fulfilled, the more you will disassociate and disconnect from the pain that this person has caused, caused you. But you're the one who, in my opinion, needs to be willing to cut the cords, be willing to let it go and to say, you know what, I'm not going to let this block my my life. I'm not going to let this bring my vibration down. This is on him. I didn't do this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, no, does, that's does, wonderful. Does this resonate with you? Yes, it really does. And I have, those techniques sound really good because I really, those are, I have not tried any of those. I've tried visualizations and different things, but um, I've never tried actual, like, the physical and, you know, the, I've written, I mean, I've journaled a lot about it, but I've never written the actual, like, letter. You know, this is how I feel about everything that you've done and blah, blah, blah. I think that would be very helpful, too. It's very cathartic, and yeah. you'll be surprised um, once you do the ritual around it. Now, this might take you two weeks to write. I don't know how long this has been going on. I don't know how, you know, the, the details. But allow the process. Don't sit there and think I'm going to just write it and be done in 10 minutes. If this is something that has been ongoing 
Make sure you get it all out of your system because you could put it down, walk away from coming back and say, oh, yeah, and I want to put this in here. Oh, yeah, you get this to me. Oh, yeah, I just remember this. Put it all in there or, or in digestible bites and, and, you know, and do the ritual. Now, you could burn it, wash it, shred it, well, you know, the, the, however you want to do your ritual. You can do it either one at a time or you can do it all and have a big, giant bonfire. That's up to you on how you want to release. Right. Right. Yeah, and I have a barbecue. I can throw it in there. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Just make sure it doesn't get too big so everything stays safe. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Excellent. Well, I hope you'll stay in touch with me and let me know how things are going. Okay. as, As you progress down your journey. You know, and the way you're going to go down it, I feel that I'm, I'm actually seeing a light at an end of a tunnel. So I really feel that on the other side of the pain and everything, that the lessons you learn are going to be so valuable. And what you do moving forward, you're going to come out in a really bright, happy, joyful place. And you're going to look back on this life and say, wow. This was a giant stepping stone to get me where I am today, but I am so grateful for where I am today because all your, I, I just feel that all your needs, wants, desires will manifest as what you need, want, and desire once you unload this burden of hurt and disappointment and pain and, you know, and, and anger. Right. Yeah, you know, it's, make- it, 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 it totally makes sense. And, you know, I guess the way that I've been trying to deal with it, is try to just like focus on the good, you know, focus on being grateful for everything that I have in my life and, you know, that type of thing. But, um, I, you know, I understand that I, if I've been repressing this, it's not going to go in anywhere. It's not. And you need to get it out of your system and you need to get right. the anger out. And from what it sounds, you're justified in how, in the anger that you're feeling. Um, I don't know if you actually acknowledge, I'm feeling you don't acknowledge really how deep the anger is, how visceral the anger is. It's okay to acknowledge it. You don't have to be a lady for anybody. And especially in the confines of your your abode, you don't Uh have to be a lady. You can scream, you can holler, you can swear, you know, you can beat your pillows. You can do whatever you deem necessary in a safe way, I suggest. I'm not suggesting right. doing anything. But to, to, to get it out and to, to admit, sometimes it's just really hard to admit that somebody in our life could be such a fucking asshole. Right. You know, and that they can, you know, do something so horrible or do many things horrible to me when I've been X, Y, and Z. Right. And so um, realize that you do have this anger. Acknowledge the anger. Anger is okay. Being hurt is okay, you know, not to hold on to, but okay to acknowledge to get rid of. Uh-huh. You know, like bad fish. You don't want to keep bad fish in your garbage can in your home so right. it stinks up your house. Send it out. Send the bad fish out. Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you, you, you know, keep your, your house fresh and clean. Exactly. That's <laughs> a weird analogy. Well, no, I get it, though. It makes sense. You know, it does make sense. 
I, I really, you know, I feel like I've dealt with it and dealt with it and dealt with it, but I guess there's just so many layers of it that it just needs to really, you know, I need to keep working on it. It's not something that's going to go away once by one. I mean, here's a, it's a project. It's a process. It's a right. project. Right. So just realize that it's, it's like grains and sand. You, you know, you take one grain or let's say, no, let me change that to pebble. This, this to me is more tangible. But you take one of these pebbles and, you know, these little rocks and you put it to the side. And then you take another one, you put it to the side. And before you know it, you've, you've moved your pile of rocks over somewhere else and let somebody else deal with it. You know, let the universe deal with it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I think that is what the missing piece, you know, that I have not been utilizing I've been trying to just do it through love and uh but the the reality is is that I am very angry inside and um and perhaps that is well definitely that's why I can't like release and let go because I'm holding on to this anger and I need to just get it out yeah and I'm feeling that you feel so violated and and in violation you know that does also create hurt anger um but, you know, releasing it, you know, in the, in the ways that you need to release it will – but I would do it physically. You can go and take rocks and throw them in the water as long yeah. as you don't hit somebody or a bird. No, I, I, <laughs> but, I have thrown rocks, and it is helpful. Okay. I have done that. But, you know, it's like you said, there's lots and lots of layers. So it's, it can't just be a one-time thing. It's got to be a ritual and something that I commit to, which I am committed to because I really want this done. And here's the thing. When you do the bad, if you do the bad exercise, which I love, uh, I yeah. really do love it. And I get visualize, one, <laughs> visualize what you're doing. So it's like, you know, it might be the person's face. It might be the actual incident, one of the incidences. And mm-hmm. you can take them incident by incident by incident and just absolutely, you know, like beat it out of your system and get it out. Uh-huh. You, you know, it don't. I wouldn't just, I mean, you can do just a big general, ah, yeah. and, and beat. And, but you can also do it situation by situation and say, I'm so angry about this. I'm getting this out of my body and visualize you know, it could be words, it could be pictures, it could be images, but visualize what it is that you're that you're pulling, you know, beating out of your system, you know, through this this technique. No, that's great. That's great. <laughs> but know that I'm here for you. Yes, thank what? you. Nice. No, I was going to say at one point, um, I found a knife in his drawer and at his um, like travel kit, and I just started stabbing the heck out of it and toothpaste was coming out and <laughs> shaving cream was coming out and <laughs> and that's like but I got rid of it but it was actually really helpful when I did that because you know I would say you goddamn motherfucker blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and uh but I, I got rid of it but you know what this is probably a safer way of doing it <laughs> yeah let's keep the knives the guns and Everything, yeah. <laughs> you know, physically harmful away and do this in a benevolent way that's benevolent to you because who gives a crap about this individual in the sense of, you know, how it affects him? The focus is how it affects you and you right. want to get it out of your system to honor, you know, the light in you and to, you know, and to free yourself to be able to receive it. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you have this big block of book inside of you, you're not able to allow love and joy and happiness and bliss to permeate. Great. And I'll tell you, I I was in your place before where I was very angry and very about my circumstances and what was done to me and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And today, you know, I've worked the processes I've shared with you. And today I am very grateful that, that I'm in a place that I'm really happy with me and I've let go of the incidents with the other individual mm-hmm. or individuals, I should say. And sent it away. And again, it's a process, and it may not happen overnight. But right. I'll tell you, in a, in a in a month from now, if you do this, you'll look and see a slight change. In six months, you'll see a bigger change. In a year, you'll see a bigger change. Right. Because you're getting rid of the old garbage mm-hmm. out of your system. And you can also, I'm hearing, set the intention that whatever you release. You know, the anger and pain and hurt and disappointment and violations that you are are, are releasing through these activities uh-huh. fill your space with light, you know, that, with loving light, light that, that loves and supports yourself. Okay. That's what I, I just got this message. And I see this visual of, you know, as you're getting rid of the dark, light is coming in from your crown chakra into your heart. Great. So that's what I'm seeing. Beautiful. Wonderful. Okay. Well, I hope this has been helpful, and and please, I hope you stay in touch, Cindy, um, and give us, you know, give me some updates, give the audience some updates as to how things are progressing for you. But I see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Well, that's great. Thank you so much. This was extremely helpful, and I, I like tangible things that I can do, you know, so this is great. So thank you so much. I, I will I appreciate it, and I will, um, you know, call you again and give you an update on how things are going. Thank you. I'm sending you loving, light, and healing prayer. Thank you very much. For all. I got you. <laughs> oh, thanks, love. Appreciate it. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> well, thank you, and we'll talk again. I hope. Okay. All right. Oh, Sounds great. and if yeah. you, you know what? If you think this has been helpful. I would appreciate it if you could tell your friends about Guided Spirit Conversations, and maybe they'd like to call in, too. Okay. I absolutely will do so. All right, Wonderful. Marla. Thank you thank very you. much. Take care now. You. All right. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, this is uh, Guided Spirit Conversations with Marla. How can I help? Hi, Marla. My name is Melanie, and thank you for taking my call. Um, I had uh, a couple questions. Well, thank you for doing this kind of work. We need that. (laughs) We need it out here. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. So... um, Basically, I've been a student of, uh, I don't know, metaphysics and the the otherworldly kind of things probably since I was a kid and we had family members that did palm reading and all kinds of stuff. So I'm fairly accepting, um, but I believe that as I've uh, grown older, those have been challenged and uh, I find myself having spent years of 
you know, self-growth, personal growth, awareness, um, energy work, kind of trying to connect with my soul, so to speak. Um, and I feel I've developed some good good habits. I, I can notice some of those, um, you know, coincidences that are not coincidences or God winks. Um, I, I do notice those. Uh, I guess I just can't escape this feeling that I'm, I'm missing something that I can do all of these things and I can have these moments where, you know, aha, I feel, you know, feel that that's, you know, got some validation or whatever, but, um, don't necessarily feel connected, if that makes any sense. It does make sense. So let me, let me just go back to share what, what I, I heard so I can, if I, if I didn't hear everything correctly. So you were brought up open to the spiritual realm and to metaphysics uh, throughout the course of your life. You worked, you've been working on yourself, but you're not feeling connected? Yes. Yes, okay. I feel that, you, missing, you know, so people that feel that they could go into a meditative state and just be, you know, connected with the universe or that they just have this sense of, you know, knowing or connection, I don't have that. Okay, so this is, this is, this is what's coming to me. I'm just pinging, pinging, pinging all over the place around this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to ask the questions. Do you have any, any, Regular rituals? Do you meditate? Are you out in nature? Uh, do you pray? Do you do deep breathing? I um, I I'm out in nature almost every day. I did make a major life change that really brought me a lot of joy and happiness in my surroundings. Um, so that has you know elevated my energy or my vibration, if you want to say, immensely. Um, I do have uh, habits of meditation, of journaling, of, um, you know, definitely being out in nature. Um, Praying is kind of a loaded question for me. I feel that there's, you know, I'm so linear, whatever, that you you read a lot of things and how they say praying is asking and and meditating is, is being open to receiving and Sometimes I don't know what to ask for, so I, I don't know what I don't know. And, um, you know, I've gone through, too, I feel that how they say, you know, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Well, feel that, <laughs> you know, my my life plan got it blown up. Um, but what's been created in its place has been much better. Um, so... I feel that there's a certain level of trust with that. That was that was the other thing. Like during the most difficult times, every time I really would struggle, all of a sudden I would be seeing uh, the number 51 on license plates, on signs, or whatever. And I looked it up, you know. So those are like angel numbers, or even uh, a psalm, or whatever. But in terms of, of praying and feeling, you know, connected, I get bogged down by what has been like traditional religion and all the negativity that gets associated with that. So I would have to say I would just continue to have conversations with the universe, but I don't necessarily um, call it praying anymore. Okay. So 
what I'm I'm hearing that, from spirits, <laughs> opposed to from you. <laughs> yeah, I, I can hear myself talk all the time. I want to hear what the spirits are saying. <laughs> so, what I'm hearing though is there's a grounding aspect that that isn't that isn't totally there, um, and. In meditation, you can ground, you can visualize. Um, and, and here's the thing. What I'm feeling is that what you're trying to bring into your sphere are things that other people um, do. So it's like, oh, well, Sally does this and Jean does this and this one does this. It's personal. Everything you Thank do you. is subjective to personal. So you don't have to. You can take them as suggestions. But what works for me may not work the same way for you. But if you take it, you tweak it, you can make it your own, and then you'll start feeling more connected. So, for example, the, the nature thing I'm, I'm seeing is really good. Uh, but I, I, I see – so there's a technique to ground. Well, there's a few techniques to ground. Um, but I would try – and you don't have to do this for long periods of time – sitting straight back – two feet on the floor, and then you can do what's called figure eight breathing. So to visualize, you sit, you visualize as you're breathing in, so there's like an energy that comes out of your heart, goes into the universe, comes back through your back of heart. Then when you okay. breathe out, you exhale, that energy goes into the molten lava of the earth, and it comes up. Again, so out of your front of your heart, down to the molten lava, comes to your back heart. And then out the front, up, and back, down. And you visualize a figure eight. And it will be amazing how solid you'll feel. Hmm. There's other techniques where you could just visualize your channels in your feet open up. So, I mean, to make I'm not it a great sort of visualizer. I find, I find I'm not a great visualizer. Like when people say that, like, you know, picture this, and I'm like, well, my eyes are closed. I'm trying to picture that. I can kind of try to picture that. I don't have okay. <laughs> So here's the thing. What you can do is, uh, you know, if you don't picture it, you go, okay, my breath is going out. It's going to the universe. I'm pulling back down universal energy, bringing it through my heart, okay. bringing it down okay. into the middle of the earth, bringing it back up through the back of my heart. Now I'm going back up into universal spirit energy back down through the back of the heart out and then going down into earth energy and then you just keep and looping it in that regard okay. so if you can't visualize it you can say that to yourself and it's almost like a mantra where you could get okay. up with yeah. going up coming in going down coming in going up i mean however you might want to do that but you will find that, you know, even a few minutes of focused breathing like that, you will feel your feet warm up and you will feel really solid in your in yourself. And when you're feeling, so, you know, solid, it's amazing how the perspective, in my opinion, tends to change because now you're standing more in your power mm -hmm. than outside of yourself. Does, I did, does it, make um, sense? it makes total sense uh, because I, when I was really, really um, struggling and overwhelmed with things, um, someone had mentioned something similar to me, 
And um, I found that when I started to feel anxious and overwhelmed, the only thing that would come to me was were, were a couple yoga poses of, of horse or mountain because I felt that they were standing in, in kind of a strength. And, and so when I kind of processed problems in that, those kind of poses, it, it, feels, it felt like I could do more of it. So, um, but this grounding work with breath, I think it would be very helpful to where I'm at. Like the next level. I, I think it will really truly help ground to release you. And when you say overwhelm and anxiety, um, I don't know if you have typical type anxiety kind of attacks, but sometimes when you're feeling anxious, counting backwards or going to the alphabet, doing it backwards, because it will take you out of your head and make you focus on something else, which will then allow you to take a deep breath and, and release. So, you know, does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. You know, you right. get out of your anxiety because you're not focused on your anxiety anymore. You're, in, you're focused on 10. Nine, eight, seven, six, and breathing in between. I know I'm doing it relatively quickly, but if you do it like, okay, 10, breath in, breath out, and and really allowing the breath to come in, nine, deep breath in, deep breath out, will also help release you from from that, that emotion of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it will help relax you a little bit into the situation. And it's something you can do relatively quickly. And depending upon how often you get into overwhelm or anxiety, you know, you can just right. become a natural habit of yours. You know, you Maybe take a pause calming. and you do it. And then you can, even if you have, you know, you're about to go into a meeting or something really important and you start feeling anxious, go into the ladies' room. Do this. Come mm-hmm. out. You'll feel a lot more composed and a lot more in your in your body. And you feel that this would so through through the grounding, it brings me to that place where I could have a sense if I'm missing something or you know not picking up on maybe you know these signals or messages or uh, you know that I, I well. To- so here's the thing, you won't need to get out of your head. You're in your head a lot. So I see yeah. <laughs> I yeah. see these wheels grinding in your head like gears, you know, just going around and around and around and gearing, you know, interlinking with gear. And that's what meditation does. It allows the gears to slow down or even stop to give you, let you get your bearings back. If you can then take the, the breathing and the pausing and the, or the meditation, and you don't have to meditate for 45 minutes. I mean, you could sit in your car and clear your mind by repeating something for a very short period of time and allow the gears to stop. Then you will be able to catch the subtleness, that, like the subtle God winks or the synchronicities that you feel you might be overlooking or missing. Like, oh, missed that one. Well, now this time mm-hmm. they'll go, oh, I got it. Because you'll be more attuned to hearing, you know, or, or getting that sort of tap on your shoulder. And you'll go, oh, okay, got it. You know, and, and start moving more from an inner knowing than from, you know, like instinct. Because instinct comes right. from an ego place. From a what place? Ego. You know, your ego. Oh, okay. But ego is not bad. 
ego, ego serves a purpose, but sometimes when we make decisions based on strictly ego, um, you know, knee-jerk, then we sort of miss that, you know, maybe that wasn't such a great idea to accept X, Y, or Z, or maybe I should have accepted X, Y, or Z. It gives you a chance mm-hmm. to sort of pause and take notice of what's going on. Hmm. Okay. Does this make sense? Yeah, this makes sense. I think it's kind of uh, validating because um, in my instincts, you know, or just not instincts in, in terms of ego, but just I think my, my, my true nature and my openness would always be more heart-centered. Um, but that was challenged as being too um, soft or subjective or, um, mis- you know, not that's the smart way to do things. And so, you know, I change it to be more head centered, you know, head, you know, in my head. And I think that's been my difficulty is to get out of it and follow my heart again. Yeah. And just remember that if you, if you make a decision and the decision doesn't serve you, there's a lesson or an opportunity or gift in it. So it's just learning being open to saying, okay, what was my lesson in this? Why did I go this this direction to the right instead of to the left? What was I supposed to learn by it? What was what was my takeaway? Was mm-hmm. there an opportunity? Was there a gift? Instead, you know, instead of beating yourself up, going, oh damn it, <laughs> I did yeah. it again, yeah. made that wrong decision. No, don't right. beat yourself up. Love yourself. Accept the fact that you know what there's a lesson in it, and so you were supposed to you were supposed to have that lesson whatever it might be. Okay. Does that make sense? You know, instead of, yeah. you know, like just beating yourself up, like, oh, I did it again. I screwed up. Well, forget it. You didn't screw up. You did what was, you know, you needed to do in the moment. Could you have made another choice? You could have, but that wasn't the choice you made. So right. what have, should have, could have goes out the window. It is what it is. You're where you are because you're supposed to learn something from it or, gain an opportunity. I mean, you may make a bad a decision that may not serve you, but it may lead you to something that does serve you. No, that's true. Okay. I see what you're saying with that. Yes, because not everything, you know, is so black and white where it's like bad, good, bad, good. Well, right, does that everything make... is so, right, or else, you know, it has to have, you, know, you have the business plan, you have the this, the that, and it's, so it's all this this constant barrage of all the, you know, knowledge base um, when Information. You know, the ideas and the energy is not necessarily rooted in that realm. <laughs> and if you relax your brain a little bit, you may hear, hear spirit give you some amazing ideas on you know, what to do in your life or how to market your business. You know, hmm. things that you're missing because you're in your head saying, I need to be analytical about this. I need to, you know, take charge of this. I need to control this. Well, sometimes you can let go of it and, you know, let let the messages come in and, and allow for the creativity to download. And you may end up doing something out of the box that, you know, people say that's, that's ingenious. That's brilliant. I would never have thought of that. Let's try it. Mm-hmm. Instead of going yeah. down the, the traditional path that everybody goes down because it's like rote, you know. Okay, oh, this yeah. is what you do. This is 
Right, and and it usually comes with, like, you can't do this. You you can't, and I think that's where it's, you know, I, there's a part of me that's pushing back on that, but I don't have the answer of why I can't or how I can in a different way. <laughs> so. I, I feel if you get quiet, you will get your answers, you will get your direction, and you will learn to trust yourself more. What I'm feeling right now is you're not trusting yourself, you're not trusting your instincts, you're not trusting your inner guidance, and so you go by other people's comments, other people's judgments, other, you know, you're going outside right. of yourself for the guidance. And, it, and here's the thing. We all have have opinions and judgments, and we all have different experiences, and what might have worked for Sally may not work for Melanie. Mm-hmm. So you need to sort of take into account, like, is this glove fitting? Is this shoe fitting? You know, it may have fit for them, for their business, but my business is different, and my my personality, my energy, my vibration is different. It's like a fingerprint. Yeah, yeah. And so, learning to trust yourself and your your instincts better, and, and especially when people are naysayers and saying, no, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't. Well, yes, you can. I mean, look at Facebook. Look at some of these innovators. Look at Amazon. Where they've come because they followed the, the tune of their own, the beat of their own drummer. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And you know, I'm it's, sure. It's good because it's, it's been bogging me down, too, because even in the, the realm of spirituality, you, you pick up five different books, and they're going to tell you five different things that you absolutely must do in order to feel connected. And... um it just gets confusing, so I am trying to just find what works for me. So let me, if I may make a suggestion, what I do in times like this, and this is what, you know, when I work with my clients, I say to people, if it resonates with you, great, embrace it. If it doesn't resonate with you, let it go. You know, and not everything in every book is going to resonate with what your vibrational needs are. So take it in and say, wow, that was interesting information. I may not work with it because it doesn't feel like something I'm going to do, mm-hmm. but you know what? It has given me a new perspective because of how I've, you know, instead of being so literal and saying, oh, this one says this, this right. one says that. Someone may say to stand on your head. The other person may say to jump on a pogo stick. The other person may <laughs> say to do 14 somersaults. Well, you can't do them all at one time. So you yeah. do what you feel is going to bring you into the place you need to be. Yes, it's skipping. No. <laughs> there you go. So you're a skipper. There we go. Yes. Oh, God, it's funny. Okay, I get it. I understand what you're saying. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Yes, so I've written this down just so I can review it, um, but but thank you. I feel that this is uh, very helpful, and um, I'll, be, uh, I'll be meditating on it, shall I say. <laughs> Well, let me know how it is. Stay in touch. Let me know how how these suggestions work for you, how my insight has helped for you. And if you think it's been helpful, I would appreciate it if you could tell, you know, your friends about uh, Guided Spirit Conversations, and I'd love to help them as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for calling me, and I appreciate it. Bless you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. I got the signal from Brad. Our time is up. Wow, that went quickly. Well, so excited that my first podcast at Guided Spirit Conversations 
has completed. And I'm excited for the callers and I want to thank them for calling in and trusting me with their questions and allowing me to guide them today. And if you have a question or comment, or you know of somebody who might want to call in, please email me at guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. I want to thank you all, and I want to give an especially big thanks to Brad Parsons, my producer, for his help in putting this great show together. And until next week, I send you love, blessings, laughter, and compassion. Till then.